Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week at the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had one of those crazy weeks. It's been eyes down and house in me farm house. Yep, we've been overrun with duds, bingo, callers and fleas. Far from a good combination, I can tell you. I've been having bad dreams too, and add to that, one of our skinnier farmhouse occupants nearly met his end through sudden suffocation. Oh dear. Either way, I'm sure you're just going to love me always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. Here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Nednats Florida Island, we've had another horridly hot week. Yep, it's still beyond boiling point here in sunny Florida. Add to that, the living room is handling three oversized heaters and they're having a continual fight with me air conditioning. See, first up, the wife Elsie is in denial. Yep. <laughs> In a big way. Well, she's in a big way anyway. Yeah, often she's just in the way too. Anyway, I did say it wouldn't be long. Yeah, temptation has got the better of her and she's chucked in the doctor recommended liquid protein diet and headed back to the all-you-can-eat conveyor belt stuffing way of eating. Oh dear. Add to that, she's not just eating, she's making up for lost time, or, well, maybe I should say lost pounds, eh? Yep, I can't decide. The bit that's worrying me about her gorging, though, is another hospital visit. Well, I'll admit it was peaceful while she was away, but if it wasn't for Elsie's medical insurance, I'd be seriously out of pocket by now. Yeah, it's just I'm worried about whether next time will go just as smoothly. Yeah, see, when I think about insurance, I always think of auto insurance, not people insurance. Yeah, and I've got to think if they end up combined or something like that, you know, any time they'll probably decide to write Elsie off and return her to the farmhouse with a salvage title. <laughs> oh dear. Add to that, she's far from a simple repair job, I can tell you. Mm. On the other hand, the mother-in-law, yep, that's Satana Troglodyte, another total loss claim in the making, heats up the house with just her stare. Mm, I don't think the flames that come out of her ever-open mouth exactly help with the temperature problem either. Mm, the old dragon has this way of flame-broiling her food, even before it gets close to a forked tongue and dribbling gob. It's far from pretty sight, I can tell you. You know, some days I'd be happier just standing and staring at the local landfill. Mm. It has a lot in common with the monster's breath, too, yeah. <laughs> Add to that drama, me farm dog young clay. The dog version of a flea motel is banned from the house permanently, yeah. The downside is it was a bit too late, yeah. If I'm wanting to guess, I've already hopped off me stinky dog and taking up residence indoors. Mm, they've started breeding in me carpets and feeding on the occupants. You know, for fleas, they're pretty lucky. 
After all, if they hop over to the sofa, they can, you know, they just can't miss the three easy targets. Just loafing there ready and waiting like an oversized flea buffet. Mm. Oh dear, I should never mention the word buffet around here. <laughs> they might actually stand up and go looking for it. I mean, you know, the sofa occupants, uh, not the fleas here. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, though, the wife's best buddy beyond it. That's uh, Beyond It Brandish Washington or BBW to Friends. Yep, another full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement. <laughs> and she's certainly a devoted all-you-can-eat buffet fan, along with a hubby, skinny old Frank, yeah, the 24-hour plumber, and absolutely obsessed stuffer fan they're still here for a bit longer they say mm, they told me their little house was being remodeled not rebuilt <laughs> on the other hand i saw something quite unusual yesterday mm, when frank tried to help beyond it put on her designer flip-flops mm, that's right designed by the surfboard folks <laughs> he was down there you know slipping them on her feet yeah those things that sit at the end of her legs well i only say that because she hasn't seen them for years Anyway, I'm digressing a bit, you know. Frank's on his knees, see, and suddenly he's shouting a kind of muffled, frustrated voice. Who turned off the light? Yep. <laughs> see, beyond it, had leant forward to pick up another donut off the side table. Poor old Frank was overwhelmed, over-smothered and totally lost in a kind of blackout bulge. <laughs> anyway, I can describe it to you is it was as if Frank had, had buried his head in the side of a kid's birthday party bouncy castle. <laughs> Only this particular one was wearing a dress and a sinister frown. Mm. She leant back again and Frank was not only flushed, out of breath and confused. Oh no, I reckon he was lucky to be alive too. I mean, what if she'd not heard his muffled cries and gone for the other ten donuts on the plate? Yeah. It would have been a hospital job for sure. And just imagine trying to explain that one to an ER doctor already exhausted and bored with the other endless excuses of the day. <laughs> Either way, despite the usual grammar that seems to spew out me farmhouse like a badly written Broadway musical, yeah, <laughs> staying with me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations for a while, I gave a part-time job to one of our Rush's buddies, yep. Yeah. Clarence Kukowski, the 70-year-old short-sighted veteran with a private arsenal of deadly weapons. <laughs> His only job was to keep people out of my cabbages, but unfortunately, he's been stuck on a pair of crutches ever since. Yeah, <laughs> he actually hit a couple of targets for a change, that's why. Yep, that's right, old Rush and himself. <laughs> you know, until now, I thought shooting yourself in the foot was no more than a cliché. Anyway, oh dear, well, added to that, me political commentating neighbour, old Rush, has been naturally very hot and up to date on his Second Amendment rights. Always, you know, but uh, only now he's been at the receiving end of Clarence's buckshot. He's wondering if there should be a new amendment to the amendment. Yeah. Or was it just an amendment to Clarence's use of the amendment? <laughs> anyway, it's confusing, but I think I heard him say something like, that half-blind asshole needs new eyeglass prescription. <laughs> yep, that kind of amendment, I mean. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, 
and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week, and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately, me daughter, young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private arsenal on too. Yeah, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests, and a full DNA research assessment. Yeah, it will be in order, won't it? Oh dear, I digress. No, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. Okay then, this week Dolly reminds us that back in 1868, the typewriter was patented. Yeah, you know, some days me daughter young Dolly's endless banter reminds me of a typewriter. (laughs) Also, she says that this week in 1919, the Treaty of Versailles was signed. Yeah, you know, I'm very familiar with that treaty. First of all, I remember rightly, if it was, I think, think, yeah, it was typed, yeah. Second, it was much the same as the ones I signed when I was married to the wife and let me old mother live under me roof. Yeah, that's right, I gave up a bunch of me rights right there. (laughs) Anyway, it's an odd combination, Dolly, but thanks. We'll keep those dates in mind. That, of course, brings me, well, rapidly to someone else who's like the degenerate gambling version of that good old typewriter. Only she's up and down the keys all day searching for bigger and better winning odds. Trouble is, like that once reliable and faithful machine, she's also pretty much superseded by more efficient modern devices. Yeah, (laughs) always a one, I can tell you. (laughs) That's right, naturally or even unnaturally. I've still got me almost antique 95-year-old mother, old Nan, right here on the farm. On the other hand, though, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy, that's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's me lawyer, brother, black sheep of family, Nelson, that's wife from Beverly Hills, sex, and his high is now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. Oh, as you know, they both love to smoke, drink, and gamble. Yeah, well, last week, Nan and Chico, after getting plenty of publicity on me show, had a group of duds visit yep bingo on the farm mm. the duds all showed in their standard dud uniforms too ripe and ready for bingo yep it was always down for hours oh yep the uniforms yeah that's um ghastly bob hairstyles yep, i could have done a nastier job or need a job should i say with me edge trimmer and an X. then they wear dull colors don't they you know the kind nobody else would dream of wearing all away from the odd homeless person, I suppose. Add to that, they've got those oversized handbags and undersized dogs. Hmm. I can't decide if the big bags are for the little mutts or the oxygen tanks. Or worse still, a few of them even done the unthinkable, haven't they? That's right, gone for a recent tattoo. Hmm. I just don't know how they get the old tattoo needle around all the wrinkles, though. Yeah. That's right, I'm talking 3D tattoos here. (laughs) I suppose the only upside of the tattoo that resembles a tree, or even a lamppost, is that the small dog doesn't have far to walk to relieve himself. (laughs) Should I say, 
her immediate relief. <laughs> Add to that, the three-time lightning survivor, yet yeah, the pet pig old Bill, stayed at old Nan's feet all week. She's still got him working on the horsey odds, but he just sleeps through the bingo, of course, yeah. Well, at least that way the old crow can easily blame her geriatric gas on someone close by. Dirty pig. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of it as nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother in a gambling obsession. I've still been having these really weird dreams. Yeah, they return revenge just like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always seem to arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed. This time, though, I settle down in me haven. <laughs> yep, that's me little farm office. And it was the day Nan's dozen duds showed up for the bingo. Yeah, the room was claustrophobic and so was me mind. I began with a bit of reading till I drifted off into what I suppose you'd call a nightmare. Yeah, it was when I remembered recalling to Chico's horrified face after the duds started rattling on about all their personal problems and proclivities. Oh, it was hard work for the traditional Japanese grandmother, I can tell you. Anyway, back to me nightmare and the duds. You know, I couldn't get started with a bingo. Oh no, no. Instead, they started opening up those mysteriously oversized bags and putting the contents on display. Within no time, it looked like a combination of ugliness. Well, if there is such an expression, eh? Inconstance was top of the list. Drugs were another. Miniature mutt food and miniature mutt diapers. And of course... The nastiest of nasties, you know, <laughs> the human diapers, yeah. All on display with the medications lined up like a pharmacy counter and there were plenty of other things besides. I woke up with a nasty stat, you know it was too much to bear, but I did have a brainwave as an upshot, yeah. A new feature for me show, yeah. Torturous Toshiko's duds and don'ts. <laughs> Shinko will have some kind of therapeutic fun with this one, I can tell you. Sure, she can just chat about what she sees on and at the bingo table for sure. Oh dear. <laughs> so here it is for the first time ever. Yeah, torturous Toshiko's duds and don'ts. Yep, Toshiko will have some therapeutic fun with this one for sure. This week, Toshiko has been studying Nan's bingo buddies and has been scratching her head. She can't fathom why they take a drug for one complaint, take another to counteract the side effects of the first, then take another drug to help with the side effects of the first and second, another drug to cope with the effects of the other three, <laughs> and then wonder why the first drug isn't working. Oh dear. This goes on until they need that big handbag to handle the mobile pharmacy by the time they get up to the 15th drug. You know, they're wondering what it's all about. You know... Well, Chico, when I introduce you on my show, I always say it's super fast, and this sounds just about the same. Oh dear, I don't think I really want to repeat that. I'm puzzled by this one for sure. Add to that, Chico has been seeing some other rather disturbing things in those huge bags, but she's saving those for next time. <laughs> on the other hand, and still on the subject of bad occupational therapy, me scruffy farmer Ding Dang spent some of last week trying to get a coke out of the gas station vending machine. His main issue is that he still hasn't worked out just how many quarters there are in a dollar. And so that, 
Well, Ding Dang had a run-in with the sheriff again. No, it wasn't anything like DUI, I can tell you. No, it was more about reversing his truck into that same vending machine. Oh dear, a couple of nights in jail, and he still didn't get his coke. But despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is, I've still got that unforgettable little feature on my show, so is Ding Dang's Southern Quote. There's a tree stump in Louisiana Swamp with a higher IQ. <laughs> Ding Dang's only repeating what the sheriff's deputy said to the gas station owner after Ding Dang's arrest. <laughs> you know, Ding Dang said he hadn't heard that one before. <laughs> That's the big old deer right there. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, you lovely listeners. So moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I've spent a few hours this week questioning the anomaly of exploring space. You know, although it's a popular subject, I still have a problem that we haven't even discovered a percentage of our seas and oceans here on Earth. We're talking about sending folks to Mars, and yet we can't even go to the deepest parts of our little oceans. Yeah, a bunch of important secrets and doubtless solutions to all kinds of things here on our own planet are being constantly ignored. You know, I think we should start looking down and not up, because if we don't, we're going to be in an even bigger mess than we are now. And you know, for me, that's a big old deer all round. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. My blind neighbour old Lonnie and nudist swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called Do You Know Fred? You know, and sometimes I really wish I didn't. <laughs> it's the same thing every week though. Bring a bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend and a potluck dish for that old free-flowing buffet. Fred mingles with swingers, that's his potluck experience. Of course, old Lonnie just dodges the guests and eats all that free food. Which this week included one of his absolute favourite, Wrigglers in Heavy Gravy. I don't even dwell on that one, or come to think of it, even look at it. (laughs) So when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the cat and mouse party. Fred hopes to attract the Mitch Bunks to swingers, all right, but uh, this week Fred was overrun with rats. <laughs> yep, rats. They've been overbreeding in his neighbour's barn and they're far from a pretty sight. His guests were having none of it. Yep, <laughs> it was time for them to tuck their tails between their legs and run like hell. Anyway, we'd already had it done pretty fast too. <laughs> Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old, rather old Nan, the miserable old crow herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. (laughs) 
This time, old Nan remembers another of our long-lost relatives, yet perhaps long-lost for very good reason. We've got far too many idiot relatives. Anyway, it was a memory about me Auntie Ethel, the wig maker death. Yep, with a name like death, you can already see disaster on the horizon. <laughs> see, death's old Nan's maiden name. Yeah, they say the af to make it sound better. And I always call them the deaths. Yeah, it keeps it nice and straight and clear up front, doesn't it? So back to our Auntie Ethel, the wig maker death. Another member of the highly odd death family. And this time there's another weird story connected with old Ethel. And it had a lot to do with the kind of air she used to make those hideous old wigs. Oh dear, Ethel couldn't get a hold of synthetic fibres in those days, no, so she'd make do with just about everything that came along, and I mean everything. Yeah. <laughs> Away from the long lock, she quietly snipped off folks when they were dozing at the back of the local theatre. I mean, that was, uh, it was the horsehair, cowhair and rabbit that got her into trouble. Mm. See, the folks who bought them started getting the wrong kind of attention. Mm. The customers reported assaults by the aforementioned four-footed beasts and were often attacked by dogs and foxes longing to get their teeth into a nice, juicy rabbit. <laughs> the local townsfolk, you know, were so annoyed they marched on old Ethel's wig-making shop and the worry of the siege made all her natural hair drop out. Oh dear, another dubious death to cross off the endless list. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. Middle of Road books go in the giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on the farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay then, well this week I ended up with just one book and it's bang on topic two. Yeah, it's called How to Be a Dud by, wait for it, a dud. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is an interesting book, particularly if you've decided to just give up on life or give up on what you once were or perhaps just give up full stop oh dear <laughs> the chapters start out depressing and get more depressing as the book progresses you know i give you just a few of them but i think i'll leave the final interpretation to your imagination okay so chapter one is just called moans and groans yeah i'll get plenty of them around here <laughs> chapter two is called lose that hair yep it's time to forget that expensive hairdresser and think barbershop or maybe sheep shearer hmm. <laughs> chapter four scrap your wardrobe clothes for duds need to be shapeless colorless and just plain bland so shop at your local thrift store yep they've got everything everyone else doesn't want <laughs> uh, moving on chapter six is called third age tattoos yeah pick something that brings out your inner negativity with a bunch of bland suggestions <laughs> oh dear, well chapter eight i think this will be my last one. Oh dear it covers burial insurance for beginners and even burial options before you're dead. Oh dear. I think I'll leave it right there. You know, I've decided to burn this one. After all, the last thing we need is more duds. <laughs> 
Well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. Well, this time we're heading off to India, and unfortunately, it is a kind of tasteless, distasteful, reviving foodie one. Yeah, well, kind of anyway. So back to India and the Agoris. Yep, they're a tribe over there, and yep, they believe that everything nature provides can be consumed, eaten. Yeah, oh dear. Now there's a blanket statement, if I ever heard one, yeah. Well, but they take that little concept to the extremes and hang around places where you'd find folks disposing of dead bodies. Yeah. Once they got hold of one, it's a bit of meditation first, and then it's time to tuck into that tasty, raw, rotting flesh. Yep, they're even keen on using perhaps the odd skull as a drinking vessel later. Yeah, oh well. I'd say, enough said on that subject, wouldn't you? This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years... Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Lenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. (laughs) First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Yes, the nasty old gout is slowly improving, but I still can't get around too well without my You know, I just love the way he introduced himself on me voicemail as if I actually know someone else that sounds just like him. <laughs> anyway, let me translate if you Nigel this time, Buck used the word in a poke. Or, oh, of course. Yeah, I think Buck's deliberately confusing you again. Well, this is a weird expression in a way, but totally different from what you'd imagine. 
See, it's an expression that was even used in medieval England, you know, to buy a pig in a poke. You remember that one, Nigel? Yeah, well, a poke is a bag. The one with your medicine in is probably a paper bag. In Florida, you know, we've got pokes too. It's a bag too, and it's used to conceal me farmer Ding Dang's liquor, mostly. <laughs> in the old days, though, the grocers might sell you a pig in a bag that turned out to be a rabbit maybe even a cat yeah you know i think a poke would be a great place for me brother buck too you know you wouldn't have to hear him or look at him either that way <laughs> very nice i hope that makes some kind of sense to you though nigel add to that we're glad you're on the mend <laughs> this is ned matter here with the ned matter radio show i'm here every wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com Right over to me in constant little commentating neighbour, old Rush's Stonewall Jackson farm again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas. Yep, he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine and power station combined. <laughs> Add to that, it's all in snippets, sized instalments. Yep, with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> Anyway, Rush isn't recalling this week. He's still complaining, yeah, about life with a gunshot wound. <laughs> Add to that, he's rattling on about the need for more Republican candidates to step up to the plate and fight off the Democrats. But that's, you know, his usual thing, and that's not his real news, though. No, oh no, oh no, it's not real news. We happen to have a brand new candidate for our local county commission. Mm. He's a Republican, too, and his name is... Rush Lewis Clark Waterford Nixon III. Yep, and you could never miss that name on the ballot, could you? In fact, I reckon they're even going to have a bit of trouble fitting it on the ballot, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh dear, Rush is running, and not just the toilet this time. It's his last-ditch hope of keeping our county super red. I'm just wondering, though, about those, you know, the four-hour monthly commission meetings. Yeah, they'll have to live stream their latest commissioner's contribution from his favourite little room. <laughs> Either way, after giving me his latest news, Rush soon excused himself again with that standard statement. That's right, his great excuse to bail early. Gotta go. Oh, dear, Rush. He's always gotta go. And flush. <laughs> This is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Young Alice was in a very happy mood this week, yeah, with the tarot cards are falling in her favour and her crystals are protecting her from all that negative energy out there. You know, I, I looked at them and I just studied a little pile of brightly coloured crystals, yeah, very nice, all with different meanings, colours and benefits, yeah. Then I considered me farmhouse and all that negative energy. Mm, afterwards, you know, I couldn't really decide if I needed, like, you know, a 20-tonne truckload of crystals to protect me, or I'd be better just ordering 200 tonnes of concrete and sealing the whole lot in. Oh, dear. 
On the other hand, Alice reminded me how we should take more notice of the wonders of nature and baffle me again with a really bizarre statement. Royal Blue, yep, some jellyfish are immortal. Hmm. Yep, it seems that they can grow special cells that basically regrow themselves into an entirely new body and then mature again in an everlasting cycle. Mm, very interesting. I'm just glad to hear it's only the jellyfish and not humans. You know, after all, a few folks wouldn't really be welcomed on their return journey for sure, would they? <laughs> anyway, as always, Alice's Coffee Cake and Company was reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I humour every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, we lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from Yumi listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well, this week I got one last minute call from James in Jamestown. Hmm. He called me to chat about this really odd story too. Yep, Chinese scientists have now shown that the moon dust could be used to make rocket fuel. Hmm which they reckon will ease up concerns about the Earth having to produce these materials later on. Oh dear. Today Earth, tomorrow the Moon. You know, in another few hundred years, humans will even be screwing up space. <laughs> They've already made our Earth ugly, you know, with mines, pollution and problems. So now they're going to repeat the same mistakes elsewhere. It won't be the story of the man in the Moon anymore, but it'll be the mine on the Moon. You know... I like it just the way it is now. This is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week. And he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, I think I'll have a word with me agent on this one. It sounds like coercion to me. It's definitely a first time one for me show. Anyway, here goes. Here in Shite County, Florida, we've got a unique set of issues, both economic and social, and it's time to throw out the old leadership and hand back control to the party that can make a real difference. You need to forget that old Democrat dud who's been blowing away your tax dollars for the last 20 years and vote for a new name. Yep, one you'll never forget too. That's Rush Lewis Clark Waterford Nixon III. Jesus. A local candidate with real big government experience here. So register to vote today, and if you aren't already, and let Russia's campaign manager, Hank Hot Air Jr., yeah, know that you're giving Rush your vote and support, and he'll send you, free of charge, the campaign hat of the season. Make Shite County smell better with a vote for Nixon. <laughs> yep, and he'll even throw in a bag of patriotically coloured popcorn if you're planning on voting early. <laughs> And you know, you can't do anything like that. So remember our motto, yeah, a vote for Nixon makes shite smell better. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one at all. In fact, I'm kind of annoyed that me corrupt agent 50%, yep, a sworn capitalistic socialist would even stoop to that kind of ad. Yeah, I know he stooped lower, but 
this is politics, not just as usual. Hot air and free stuff. You know, in all irony, Rush's cow and bull herd hardly keeps down the shite in Shite County right now. In fact, Rush's little farm is full of it. Mm full of it for sure but i guess you'd already guessed that yeah anyway away from cheesy ads and bs i got me last words for you look after your little planet it's the only one we got right now oh dear <laughs> this is ned natter here with the ned natter radio show on whichever way you dice it me show is unpasteurized and unfiltered but that's all me lovelies and on that note we better go so until next time, remember a farm as I get older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media. <laughs> <laughs>